You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. In a time where there's so many accusations being thrown at people, people's natural response is to defend themselves. But when you know you have God as your defender, there's no need to defend yourself. God is your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Christ is here to help us to support your situation and the position that you find yourself in right now. Turn with me in your Bibles to Genesis 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward reward. Are you born again? If you are born again, you have Jesus Christ living on the inside of you. You are linked up with God. He is your source. He is your strength. There's no need for you to defend yourself. God will be your shield in every situation. Are we sons of Abraham? If you're sons of Abraham, God says, I will be your shield. I will be the one that will stand between you and those that want to attack you. He says, I am the one on the inside of you. The living word on the inside of you has become your shield. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 4, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Do you believe that? The one that's on the inside of you is greater than anything that's coming against you. What did the prophet say to his servant when he saw so many people coming against him? He says, those that are for us are more than those that are against us. There's a spiritual realm that's real. And there's more angels out there helping you, fighting for you, than there's demons coming against you. One third was cast out of heaven. That means, by default, for every one demon, there's two angels. It's never a fair fight. I'm not even talking about the Holy Ghost fire, the authority we have in Christ. The prophet said to his servant, when fear gripped his heart, he says, listen to me. Those that are for us are more than those that are against us. In that declaration, there was no place for any doubt. But it was faith speaking and saying, those that are with you, those that are for you, are more than those that are against you. What did Moses say when the Egyptians were coming from behind, when they were trapped between the mountains and they had the sea in front of them? He says, be still. Do not be afraid. I will fight for you. When God is fighting for you, it's nothing to worry about. Amen. Amen. Because in Christ we have the victory. Who is your defender? Jesus. We have a mighty defender. Listen, 1 John 4.4. 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than than he who is in the world. Amen. When Jesus 
has taken his rightful place on the inside of you, you have a defender. Who is your defender? When you know Jesus is your defender, there's no need for you to defend yourself. You know God will fight for you. God will see you through in whatever situation you find yourself in. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Turn with me to Daniel chapter 3 quickly. Are you resting in the precious arms of the Holy Spirit? The question you have to ask yourself, who is involved in your matter? I shared with you the report that I got. And I just knew it was a distraction. Remember Daniel, when the decree was made. If you don't bow down, we're going to feed you to the lions. Most Christians today, when somebody says something like that, they want to call Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and say, we have to have a special spiritual warfare meeting. Let me see your hand. Yes, you want to do that. Did you hear what they said? Spiritual warfare meeting immediately. We're meeting at four. Come Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, we're going to pray and we're going to fast. No. Daniel, as his custom, went into his room on his knees and gave thanks to God. God, you are my defender. You are good. You are God. I'm here to say thank you that my life belongs to you and you are in control of my life. Let your blood speak. Let your mercy speak. Let your favor speak. You are my shield. Did you not say to Abraham, you will be his shield. Be my shield. Amen. We need to have the mind of Christ. Turn to the person next to you say, have the mind of Christ. Are you there, Daniel 3? Verse 16, listen here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. You know what they were saying? They were saying, listen here, king. Our God is our redeemer. He is our deliverer. Whether he delivers us or not, he is our deliverer. We're not going to change our mind. We have a mighty defender. Family, listen to me. The outcome of your spiritual warfare depends on who is involved. If God is involved, you know you'll have victory. But if you are the only person that's involved, how do you know you'll have the victory? Because many times we want to act in the flesh instead of allowing God to do what He's done already in the Spirit. Many of us are trained from a young age to always want to fight. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Here's the line. Just step up. Am I talking to the right people here? You know, I'm from this place. You know, from there, we first beat you up and then we ask questions. That's not Christ's culture. That's fighting in your own strength, relying on your own ability. And you know, relying on your own ability has brought more problems and challenges than anything else. 
when you get to a place where you know I've reached the end, it's time to put your trust and faith in God. Listen what the psalmist said. Psalm 44 verse 3. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. You are my king, O God. Command victories for Jacob. Through you we will push down our enemies. Through your name we will trample those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, nor shall my sword save me. But you have saved us from our enemies. And have put to shame those who hated us. In God we boast all day long and praise your name forever. What is the psalmist saying? He says, yes, I went into battle with a sword. But it was not my sword. It was God who delivered us. God was fighting for us. God was helping us. We are building a church for God. The Bible says, if the Lord is not building the house, we are laboring in vain. When you are busy with God's assignment and God is building for you, it's easy to walk. It's easy to work. And you know God's favor is there. But as when we want to do things in our own ability, in our own strength, then we have to defend ourselves. Then you have to become the shield. When you put your trust in God as your shield, you'll have peace, you'll have rest. But when it's yourself, there won't be any peace. Am I helping some of you here? Especially those that want to draw the line the whole time or want to. If you have to correct somebody, sometimes at work you have to correct somebody. Let there be peace in your heart. Let not let that situation disturb the peace on the inside. Because when you have peace, you have the wisdom of God to address the thing in the right way. I'm using work as an example. The same counts at home when you work with your children. The biggest mistake that we make, you're the general manager at work. So you say things gonna happen. Hello? Or you're the CEO or the DG or whatever. Things happen like this. They, when you say jump, they say how high, how many times and for how long? And you get home and you talk to your children and you're still in DG mode. Say, can you please do this for me? And they're on their cell phone. Remember, Dad, you're now in servant mode when you go home. Amen. You don't have to become the defender when it comes to your children. You are the protector of your children. You are the father, the mother of your children. You're there to protect them primarily, to feed them, to look after them, to disciple them. Some of you were so naughty growing up and now you are born again and you haven't told your children any of the naughty things that you've done. It's washed with the blood of Jesus and nobody knows about it. Even God has forgotten all those things. But now you see your children starting to behave like you. And instead of responding with grace, you've now become a Pharisee responding with the law. And it's not producing any life. 
because you're not allowing Jesus to be the defender of your children, you now want to be it. Listen to me, parents. You cannot protect them the whole time. You're going to have to put your faith in Jesus to protect them when they're at school, when they go to varsity. No. Yes, protect them. You have to do that when things are... But use grace and not the law. This is what the Passion Translation says. Our forefathers didn't win these battles by their own strength or their own skill or strategy. But it was through the shining forth of your radiant presence and the display of your mighty power. You loved to give them victory. God has pleasure in giving you victory. For you took great delight in them. You are my God, my King. It's now time to decree majesties for Israel. Israel is a type of the church. Majesties for the church. Through your glorious name and your awesome power, we can push through to any victory and defeat any enemy. Anything that has come against you, God says, I want to give you victory. Trust in God's power, not your own ability. Put your faith in God's name, not who you are. You know who I am. You know who I am. Hello? You know those people. Maybe you are one of them. Amen. You know who I am. You know who I am. No. Know Jesus. And you'll see the victory much sooner. Amen. Through your glorious name and your awesome power, we can push through to any victory and defeat every name. For if I will not trust in the weapons of the world, I know they will never save me. You, or only you, will be our savior from all our enemies. All those who hate us, you have brought to shame. So now I constantly boast in you, I can never thank you enough. Some of you that are facing challenges, telling you God is going to put an end to it. The light of God's favor will start to shine upon your ways. And you'll see all shades of darkness disappearing in your life. Let God be your defender. Let God fight for you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, yes, there's a fiery furnace. Yes, the heat is ten times more than what it was. But we're not alone. When they were in that fiery furnace, the fourth person with them was their defender, Jesus Christ. They put their trust in God, and God saw them through. Daniel, exactly the same. God is your defender. You know, when David faced Goliath, it was a real giant. It's not that he was a giant slayer, but he had a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that will dispose of all your giants in your life. It is now the time for that. You will see God establish victory for you over your enemies. God has pleasure in giving you victory. It's not that God wants to withhold it from you. God has established victory for you already upon the cross. Every accusation that was against you, He dealt with it on the cross. Allow God to be your shield. Allow God to be your defender. Amen. Turn with me to Jeremiah 20 verse 11. What happens when you show the necessary faith 
in Jesus Christ. He is dependent. He is faithful. When you show the necessary faith in Jesus, He changes your situation around. Where you were a sinner, He now makes you a saint. It means God can turn defeated failure into a victory. When you put your faith in Jesus, sickness now becomes health. He's your defender. His blood speaks for you. His mercy speaks for you. We have a mighty defender. Our faith in Jesus is what pleases us. You know, people say faith, great faith. Faith is a heart that just relies and trusts God through difficult situations. That's faith. Say, God, I know that you're going to see me through. That's faith. Oh, I need goosebumps. Faith is just trusting God through ordinary circumstances and situations. Say, God, you are in control. You will see me through. I think I need to start to preach on faith again. When, when it feels like you've come to the end of your rope, it's time to hold on to faith. When it feels like you're at the end, just hold on to faith. Say, God, I put my trust in you. You're my defender. You do it for me. Change it around for me, Lord. I put my trust in you. Jeremiah 20 verse 11. But the Lord stands beside me like a great warrior. Before him, my persecutors will stumble. They cannot defeat me. They will fail and be thoroughly humiliated. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of the heavenly armies, you test those who are righteous and you examine the deepest thoughts and secrets. Let me see your vengeance against them, for I have committed my cause to you. Give it to God. Give it to God. God will fight for you. Psalm 97 verse 3 says, A fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries around him. Isaiah 59 verse 19 says, the Amplified. So, as the result of the Messiah's intervention, they shall reverently fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him and put him to flight. For he will come like a rushing stream which the breath of the Lord drives. When the enemy comes against you, God will raise up a standard. God will raise up a standard. The thing is, you are still worried because you don't truly believe that you're an anointed one. I'm telling you here this morning, if you are born again, you are an anointed one. Amen. You have an anointing on the inside of you. You have Christ on the inside of you. He that's on the inside of you is greater than he that's in the world. More than that, Jesus says, do not touch my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. When you are God's anointed, you'll have confidence. Amen? 
Turn to your neighbor and say you're an anointed one. Whether you like it or not. You have faith. See, there's the problem. The faith. Yes, I'm anointed one. Yes, I'm anointed one. Say, I have faith. Are you born again? How did you get born again? By faith. Where did you get that faith? If you were not born again. Where did you get it? Jesus placed it on the inside of you. He placed faith on the inside of you so that you could believe. So before you were born again, Jesus deposited faith on the inside of you so that by grace you could be saved through faith. God loves you. He deals with you according to His grace and His mercy. So if you had faith before you got born again, guess what? You have faith now. It's faith as a mustard seed that will move your mountain. Now turn to your neighbor and say, whether you like it or not, you have faith. Tell them again, say, whether you like it or not, I have faith. Whether you like it or not, I am an anointed one. God is my defender. God is my shield. From this day, things are going to change. Isaiah 41 verse 10. This is your word from the Lord. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who were incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing. And those who strive with you shall perish. You shall seek them and not find them. Those who contended with you, those who war against you, you shall be as nothing, as a non-existing thing. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. God says, fear not, I am with you. Fear not, I will help you. He is your defender. The enemy that has come against you is like a non-existing thing. God has dealt with the devil once and for all. The Bible says he is under our feet. Satan, it's the blood of Jesus that's against you. We're not coming to fight the devil in our own strength because we are no match for him. We are all weak when it comes to spiritual things. But full provision has been made for us in Jesus Christ. It's by the word of your testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, that we have victory. Put your trust in the complete work upon the cross. God is our shield. God is our deliverer. God is our redeemer. He will see you through. Take this word and make it your own. See you Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.